0: you listening to the game on podcast
1: and with me a celebratory charlie bill surely i think yeah definitely um yeah the, the highs from the weekend uh just well, the last couple of weekends anyway um certainly but yeah the, the occasion was fantastic on on sunday not only is it an away win against against a real top side in portsmouth um who have really held their own against a lot of teams in tier three um previously when we played and we've it's always been a team we really, really struggled against. So, last season, season before when we played them, uh, obviously the occasion of being at Fratton Park in front of that many fans and their support, them coming off the back of winning the Hampshire Cup, I I think it was just, yeah, there was just so many things riding on that game and so much momentum for them and and the way that we were able to perform, not only win the game, but but, but win the game 3-0 and keep a clean sheet, score three goals away from home. It's driving home, yeah, it was almost the perfect, perfect away performance.
0: A crowd of over 700 people. That's got to be a great feeling for the ladies to kind of like see some great amount of fans.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's a situation we haven't faced on too many occasions in terms of uh, obviously 90% of them are cheering on Portsmouth. So I think you've got the pressure of that added pressure. There was quite a few nerves in the build up to the game. Not only that, because The importance of the game, we knew that if we didn't go there and get anything, then suddenly this weekend becomes even more important um, because the way the fixture's falling, we know teams around us um, have got a couple of games, after this weekend we'll have a couple of games in hand, so ours is after this weekend a bit of a waiting game for a couple of weekends, so we knew that we could set the tone last weekend and and that's what we did, but you're, you're right, what we... We actually used the word and the big word we used was consistency. And I think after the Chichester game, I said, if we are consistent in the next three games, I believe that we'll stay in this league. And that is because, like you said, you had the highs of Oxford, but then you had the real lows of Plymouth. And then we went to Chichester. We were 1-0 down at half time. Again, lows of that. Kicking ourselves up, 3-1. And then again, so it, but two performances in a row. Um, and also we've got to take that, that Plymouth game as a bit of a one-off because the last seven, eight games, we, we haven't lost in then and sometimes that happens in football again going back to a young squad it, it, it is a young group and and I think on that occasion the pressure did get to us but the way that we learned so quickly to take it into that Portsmouth game is yeah you can only give credit to the whole group
0: exactly and I think that's where you, we talked we've always talked about the mindset haven't we of the team and how you, and how you how you get them to that place Charlie because you, you can only control so much but they have to believe themselves and surely, like even like the start of the P- Portsmouth game, I-, I would honestly like to say I had no doubt that we were going to win that game because but then I hear like from Chris going, oh, man, there's a crowd of 700. hundred. going, oh, no, I'm not there shouting. And I, just, cause I wanted to be part of that kind of like support that says we believe. But actually, how do the, the ladies kind of like respond to how you encourage them to just believe in every single game at a time?
1: I think it's just we we generally everything I say is whether on the sidelines, whether our match prep is is stuff that I generally believe. I think if we play good sides, we don't beat around the bush and we don't say, okay, we can dominate the ball for large bells, because we know there will be times where we won't have the ball. We're not We're not going to tell them false pictures or we're not going to give them that false information. We know where the opposition threats are, so we have to look at that. And I think just everything we do, like like I generally believe that the Oxford game, I believe that we could get three points from that game. Um, the Portsmouth game, the same thing. And I think if we have that, Kind of motivation towards the week. If we show that pride and and apply that what our game plan we put in place, then I think that does drip free, uh, drip into the players, and I think they generally buy into the belief that we're showing, and and um, and they start to show that. And sometimes all it takes is 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 a victory against. I, I use the Oxford game, but even the Oxford game, um, the London Bees game, where you come back late doors. All it takes is is some moment. Um, and I generally I I now look back at this run and, and this started. We obviously went to Cardiff and lost. The run started in the in the 93rd minute winner from Lucy in, in the Chichester game. And then since then it's just almost that. Uh, that was the moment when we was like we're not we're not prepared to go down in this league. And, and every single moment because the Plymouth game they still give everything. They were absolutely gutted. And I think if you'd have seen them at the sideline in in Plymouth. They were absolutely gutted as a group, and that told me that we we still weren't beaten. Okay, we we, we It was a tough tough drive home, but after that, we've now picked six uh, six points from six, and it is a really really good group.
0: Yeah, and you, there's consistency from your the players as well, right? Who are performing performing performing, and we're still missing. You know, obviously Laura Bright. How is she doing, by the way?
1: Yeah, well, she's actually had a surgery, so all, all good surgery. She's at home resting at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, um, as I say, LB, we've lost. Even wingers-wise, Trish Gold, who obviously started the season fantastic. Obviously, she's had a knock, a um, more kind of big injury in terms of taking her through. Amy McLean, the same thing. So we're actually at probably uh, capacity in terms of the group of 16 or 17. That's going to take us through, and, and I think sometimes when the group look around and see that we've got injury knocks and see the players on the sideline that can't be there kicking the ball. They want to do it for them, one. But two, they see the group and go, this is the group now. This is what the group, we're not going to bring anyone in. We're not going to, anyone's going to drop out unless there's obviously injuries and, and, and things we can't prevent. And, and it's been a real tight-knitted group in terms of that. Um, as you say, some real individuals standing up, I think. Could, could go across the whole group on, on Sunday, the back four. I mean, Tally getting her first goal for us and, and keeping a clean sheet, how much it meant to her. Chloe, just how how much confidence she give the whole back four and midfield unit. riam um, Rush, Gemma, obviously Nick coming in with another goal. Front three, Molly Cooper and then Shez coming, coming on and combining. Molly getting an assist, Shez getting another goal. I just, just could go through the whole team, but, but generally, yeah.
0: I was going to say, because I don't... It'd be very easy just to highlight the the scorers and go, yeah, they're the people we, because that's the people we ever hear about. That's the people on the sheet, isn't it? But um, tell me about the, but please, just tell me about the nickel Pepper goal from
1: the corner. What on earth? Uh, what on earth did you see? It was it was one and ones on the sideline. Actually, as soon as we left the in the angle of it, we were going, this is going, this is going in, this is going in. And I just think, oh, I don't know, many players like it in terms of. She took a corner with her right foot, but she's gone and scored with her left foot, which is supposedly meant to be her weaker foot. I mean, she doesn't have a weaker foot, but just the ability to do that. I mean, I watched the pro women's game, men's game, and I don't see any uh, male or female footballers have the ability to do that—to go left-footed, right-footed, whenever she wants and decide what foot she wants to take it with. And I think that's just is, is unbelievable in in a sense. But yeah, it was it was a fantastic, bit. even the one before take to the other side, right-footed for the for the tally goal. <laughs> it's yeah, just just leaves us
0: speechless at times. And it is phenomenal to see how players have developed over this year. Do you know what I mean? And not that we weren't ever talking about Nicole Pepper before this before this season, um. But it's been, I
1: think, it feels like she's come of age of, for the team. Would that be is that fair to say? I think I think bang on, right. I think we give her an added a bit of responsibility when LB's injury. Um, we had a couple of knocks, and her and Chloe we added to the leadership group in terms of that. Um, and I just think she's just stepped up. I think she's seen that the players we bought in have been fantastic. Tally, Gem, lose, but you've got eighteen, seventeen, twenty-one-year-olds there. It's, it's, it is a really young group, so I think she's taken that on board herself. With the experience of playing higher up, with the experience she's got, same thing for Chloe, um, and she's taken that on board, supported individuals. But not 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 only that, you watch her. Out of possession, she has improved no end. I think her work rate, her desire for the cause, we always knew about her quality in possession, but she's adding goals to her game now um, and, and, and crucial goals um, in crucial games against Chichester again, against um, Ports of the weekend. So big moments, penalty against Hounslow, last-minute penalty against Cambridge City in the Cup. She's stepping forward at big moments. So I think yeah. that's, yeah, huge credit to her. We're going to talk to her in just a moment, but what is it about uh,
0: Nicole Pepper that actually... As we don't know.
1: I think for her she's just such a driven individual. The and I'm sure she'll say so herself, the mileage that she covers to actually just get to Milton Keynes is, is phenomenal for what we ask of her and then and then just yeah. Probably uh, one of the players that, on terms of staff, we speak to on a daily basis. She always wants to drive it forward, and and I think the moments where you saw we lost games of football, I remember the Crawley Wass games um, was 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 really emotional in terms of that one, and you could see that how down she was and and she's kicking every ball on that pitch and I think she sees the same emotion that we do and she lives and breathes football like we do so um, yeah it's great having a player that has that good, that much quality but also cares that much about the club and the staff and the and the other players because once you've got that um, yeah you, you can't take that away and that's a, that's a, say that's massive to, to have her on board and, we, and I believe we are lucky to have that um, to have Nick on board as an individual but but also um, we yeah we've built some really good relationship with her over the last couple of years.
0: Nice, brilliant. Let's talk to her now on the Game On podcast and then when we come back we will talk about the next couple of games. How do you feel that you are doing right now in MK Dons?
2: Yeah, I definitely think back end of this season I found my feet, my performances have become a lot more consistent. I'm not like, I can just, you know, turn up and, and I know that I'm going to have a good game that day. Um, I don't have to worry about what's what performance am I going to pull out today? Um, obviously, yeah, as I said, you know, it's just become a lot more consistent this season. I think that's come in with with my fitness, my confidence. Generally, playing regular football, getting lots of minutes, has helped me develop that side of my game.
0: Do you think, and has that been different then from all the clubs you've ever been in? You've got odd minutes here and there, but this is where you've had, you found the consistency in that?
2: Yes, I've probably gone through stages of that. Like previously when I have been at teams, I've played as much as I probably have here at MK. And then I've gone to another team and, you know, minutes haven't been there as much as I wanted to. So kind of lost that confidence in myself and my own playing ability. And I've had to pick that back up as I come into MK.
0: You must be really pleased right now where you are, where you feel you fit within the team as well.
2: Yeah, of course. You know, all I want to do is help the team out and, and I want us to get out this fight that we're in. And I want us to stay in this league because that's where we're supposed to be. And we have proved in recent performances that we are good enough to stay in this league and compete with the top teams. And I think that's kind of helped push myself on because I know that I can give something to help the team to keep us in this position. So yeah, that's definitely kind of spurred me on.
0: So stay up this season win next season right
2: Perfect.
0: that is it yeah that's where we're heading because we didn't look like the team on saturday that we did six months ago and i think that the team today is a is a mindset of winning and also the mindset to go up again
2: yeah i think uh sunday that performance for us i've spoke to coaches and stuff after the game and we've all kind of said like that where there was just such a togetherness and everyone was in it for each other. Not that we haven't been over the past few games, but I think everyone know knew how important Sunday was and we needed to get three points to get us out of that relegation zone and actually give us that step to move up the table and catch up. Like we're now in ninth with two games to go. Like it's in our hands now. We're, you know, we, we've got it all to throw away in that sense. Um So I think, Definitely Sunday, we all just pulled together. We did everything together, defended together, attacked together and ultimately got those goals as a team. And that comes from us as players, but also the staff as well.
0: That's a great attitude to have, by the way. I, I think it's perfect because actually people could just highlight you and go, oh, but she's the one that scores goals now. Do you know what I mean? That, that could be it, right? But the fact that you say it's a team effort, I love that. I really love that. Tell me about your goal on Sunday, though. I mean, what was go- Do you, I mean? You obviously practice these things like a, a million times, right?
2: Um, or
0: don't you? I always mean, had this like, go on. Yeah,
2: obviously, we do set pieces and stuff. At the yeah. We're training on Thursdays in preparation for match day. Obviously, I don't intend to, for them to go in <laughs> straight away, but obviously, Sunday, yeah. you know, we, we, needed, we needed an extra goal boost. I think one goal is never enough, especially in a game like that. And, you know, Pompey did have lots of chances. And, like, massive shout out to Chloe for keeping us in the game at yeah. stages on Sunday. Um, so yeah obviously got that corner there was actually a little bit of time for me to kind of get my mind together because the ball disappeared down a hole so we had to get another ball in um so again compose myself that little bit more and and ultimately i aimed for the spot i normally aim for and it it happened to go in the goal so obviously yeah we was all
0: really (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, do you ever look and go oh my gosh actually actually I just scored
2: yeah like as I've come away from the game like I've gone in my head I'm replaying it back I'm like oh I actually did that (laughs) like wow okay
0: who were the influencers when you were growing up
2: so my brother used to play football uh, all the time my dad used to coach him so I used to go along and you know just kind of plod along on the sideline have a little kick about as and when I could because obviously back. Back in, the, I'm going back to the olden days. But back then, there wasn't really anything for girls. So yeah, we used to just literally have a kick about my dad, my brother, and that's kind of how it how it started for me. Really,
0: who helped prod you then towards playing more of the girls' game?
2: I don't, I don't think it was anything anyone specific. I think it was kind of myself. As I started to go secondary school, obviously, I, like you realise, there's more like girls' sports, like, sports and like boys' sports and things like that. So. When I went to secondary school, there was a local girls team that had just started up and I got like a leaflet through from my PE teacher and stuff. So ended up going over to a training session for them and, and that was kind of where it where it started.
0: So you then end up with a, a club working, uh, training with them. Tell me about some of the history of the football teams that you've played with.
2: So at 15, I got scouted for Charlton. So I spent a season there and... That season, they lost their license to be a centre of excellence, which was unfortunate because I, again, just found my feet there, and that obviously that was my first season actually being properly coached by people that kind of knew football, if that makes sense. So unfortunately, I decided to move on and go to another team where they had that license, to, so I could still, you know, get that coaching, get get the games against those better teams. So then I went to Gillenham. Um, I did a year there at under 16s, and then at sixteen, broke into the first team. And then had a short spell at Millwall just before they went into what was the championship, before it was the championship. During my time at college, one of my coaches at college was a Chelsea coach. So he was like to me, oh, like, they're looking for players. And it was actually that season I trialled for Chelsea and I'd missed out by, like, one person. So he was like, oh, they're looking for players. Like, why don't you give them a message, blah, blah, blah. So that happened. I ended up going to Chelsea for two and a bit seasons with their under-21s. Did, did a few bits with the first team and stuff like you know when they were training during the day and then got to 21 and obviously didn't quite make it into the first team so had to look elsewhere then I went to Watford had a couple of seasons at Watford went back to Charlton just because I needed something a bit more local with like uni and stuff and then from Charlton we won the league got promoted to championship then I moved over to Palace again a brief spell there and then ended up taking a bit of a break just because of my studies and needed to kind of focus myself on that. And yeah, then I ended up here at here at MK.
0: Nearly two years. Yeah. Can you believe it? Two years is whizzed on by, right?
2: Yeah, it's gone very quick.
0: And. Most people know that most of our players don't live even in the area, let alone do another full-time job on top of everything else that's going on. You like drive miles to drive miles. If there was a, p- a pound for every mile, you'd be
2: pretty rich by now, right? Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I'm still dreaming that that day's gonna come. <laughs> I think it's, it's a 240 mile round trip. So that's every Tuesday, every Thursday, and obviously Sundays for home games. Again, same, the same distance.
0: So why, do you, why here then? Why do you do it here?
2: I just love it. Like, the minute I walked in, like, I love it. Like, you know, Charlie, Mark, Eve, they've all, like, helped me find that love for football again. And not only, like, the support that they give on the pitch, like, off the pitch as well, they've helped me massively. And yeah, I've just, I've made steps in my personal life that actually has helped, like, they've helped me do that. So yeah, like, they've made me find that love for football again, the girls are great. And ultimately, it has to be worth it, else I wouldn't do the journey.
0: No, completely. Have you always played the position you're in?
2: When I first ever started, like everyone, I played up front. So I used to be a striker. And in my first season, I scored 55 goals. So I was like, oh yeah, here you go, striker is for me. And then obviously gradually, as I've stepped up the levels I've played at, I've kind of moved further back. And there was points where I played out wide. And then I realised I have no pace, so I can't do that then played centre-mid and I've also had a f- couple of spells at centre-back and full-back. But I found my place back in centre-mid where, yeah. I, where I'd prefer to be.
0: So the bonus of both, because uh, early on the season we see you battling in midfield and back in defence, do you know what I mean? In those early, early games, team changed, people moved on, and you seem to move forward with that as well?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I had a conversation with Charlie anyway, uh, previously, about playing me a little bit higher, just because I felt I could give more to the team particularly like in that number 10 role. And at the time it was, you know, it was more for the team. I was playing a bit deeper just because that was what we needed and that was the job that needed doing. But obviously as we've got in the situation we're in, we've kind of needed those more goals and those more attacking threats. And like, thankfully I found myself that little bit higher up the pitch and I have been able to help out with those goals and those assists to keep us going forwards.
0: Rumour has it that someone might be cleaning your car. Is this true?
2: <laughs> yeah, so... Um chichester away we all went for ice cream after the game so i've driven down to the beach parked my car up got we all got an ice cream and as we're leaving mark's saying to me oh your car's a bit dirty mark i don't have time to clean my car i'm on the road 24 7 like i'm working this that and the other so basically yeah mark me and mark have a deal that if i scored two goals between the chichester game and the end of season that he would clean my car so I've only got one goal to go. Two, right? I've only got one on Sunday. So yeah, one goal to go, and I'm getting a. Fresh new
0: car. Oh, (laughs) that we cannot wait. Uh, Definitely cheering you on from the sidelines. It's just phenomenal. I promise you, it's just phenomenal to see how Dons have turned this around. I mean, Christmas time. I mean, who knew where Dons were going to be at the end of the season? But to see that fight that was there, actually, was in the team, but just developed and the mindset moved on to to kind of be a winning team. Like I, I said to Charlie earlier as well, you know, when you play Portsmouth on Sunday... There was no doubt in my mind that you're gonna win. No doubt. Now, one nil, I have got no nails, right? Because I'm thinking, you do need two, come on, two. Oh, oh, second one. Oh yeah, come on. And then it's like, oh, let's, well, maybe a third. You know what I mean? It's like, it's there's a, a belief even from fans, I think. Do you know what I mean? That um, we're right behind you. We always have been, right? But there's a moment where to see that develop is, um, is absolutely phenomenal. The, the future of Nicole Pepper?
2: Ultimately, I just wanna keep playing, keep enjoying my football. Obviously, like with my with my job, I kind of have to prioritize that as well. But yeah, at the minute, I just want to keep playing, keep enjoying it, stay fit because Touchwood, no injuries this season, and yeah, see what see what else I can kind of do and give to the club.
0: Perfect, Nicole Pepper. Thank you for being on the Game On podcast. No worries, thanks. For me. So Charlie we the games are in our hands there are other games many other games around us that are not in our hands. Is it unusual to be playing Portsmouth twice in a, in a week? I mean to, is that just the way that the, the the fixtures came out, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure how it's <laughs> happened. I think one got moved at one point and, and here and there and it is it, it is really really strange in terms of preparing for it because you know that they've seen us, we've seen them and and obviously we've won the game last weekend so you, you almost expect a big reaction from them. And I think that's that's probably the, not the toughest area of it. But when you play a team, let's say we played them at the start of the season, you've probably forgotten the emotion of that game by the time you play them the second time. I don't think they'll forget that in terms of last weekend. They're coming to our ground, so they'll be saying exactly the same thing. We need to go and do um, what MK did to us at, at Fran Park. And, and we know we know what a good side ports are so far, so we aren't taking it lightly. And we know that the reason we won the game of football is because every individual won their individual battles and I think we're going to have to do that again and I think uh, yes it's our it's only in our hands at the moment and we can't if we put performance again Sunday get three points then we're in a really really good position and not only are we looking below us we're starting to look at teams actually above us and we're really closing that gap um, but it's, it's important because if we don't get anything Sunday, then then we know that the teams around us, Plymouth, Cardiff, have got games the next two weekends. So we'll be looking at them, having to keep our fingers crossed that that they don't perform how well we performed in the last couple.
0: And it's some of them have got much harder run run ins because. Even the top of the table is looking dicey surely with ipswich and southampton oh great battles you know oxford throwing them in there as well don't let's not forget about them but some great battles going on there isn't it lovely just to see the table where we are but but actually i know there's still work to do
1: oh yeah massively but i think yeah we're not getting ahead of ourselves at all but we looked at it a, a week before Christmas. We were we were on two points before that Plymouth game, and to get in the position we are in, in now, it, like I keep saying, it is huge credit to the group because we were one 0 down last weekend um, against Chichester. If you don't if you don't put performances and that was that was uh, going back to that game, that was a lot of the chat at half time. You have forty five minutes to almost. Uh, not being over the top, but to save your season because it was that important that game. It was a, it was a relegation rival, and it was it was the three points that we needed. The second half performance completely showed a team that were ready to fight. And at that moment, when we got that victory, that's where I believe that Portsmouth game that we could go and show it again. So where teams, uh, again, you 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 don't say you like to do it, but you're looking at teams. Um, Cardiff played when uh, Thursday night away at Bridgewater and they went 1-0 up in five minutes we're just about to start training and then you're you're looking at that and then then they lose the game 4-1 so to have the week that we had six points um, yeah we've now got to back it up I think we've got two home games I think we've got say we play at our best level and we get maximum points we stay in this league and and that's as as simple as that so from a situation where probably just before Christmas we'd have been hoping the teams are losing we've been looking at other results because we're playing catch up we're now the ones that have put pressure on them, and and, and that's all I could asked for the team. I think we work out even if we were just to get three more points. I think that's that's 29 points, and I think if you go down with 29 points, it's the equivalent of going down in the Premier League with 42, 43 points, and I would call that really, really unlucky. So I think yeah, not that we're not um, looking to get six points because we definitely are from these two games, but um, yeah, the group, the, the way that they've turned it around, deserve huge credit.
0: I talked to Ethan um, on Sunday after the game, and I said when they make a movie of this season and they will if they don't i'll make it and um, because it, it'll be called the greatest escape 2 because what a, i just you're right that christmas it was like oh man we just haven't done anything right and we've spoken about this before so it's okay it's all good but i'm still believe charlie bill you know that right we we as fans we are there we'll be there on sunday as well cheering the game on uh 2 p.m stadium mk portsmouth are known for bringing a lot of away fans aren't they to games and they have a huge following both in their men's and the ladies as well which is it's brilliant to see for this this particular division right
1: yeah and 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 massive And, and like i said on on Sunday, the occasion, the way that they treated us was fantastic and I think they're really, really well-run club and I think exactly that is, is going into the game, knowing that they will still have a really good following and now it's about taking that yeah, belief and, and their confidence from last week, not forgetting that how good they still are and, and the reaction that they're going to show us and, and I'm sure it'll make for, for, for a really high-quality football game. We cannot wait. Uh, this Sunday then, 2pm,
0: be there at 1.30, right? Because you need to get the coffee in and uh, I'll be in row F or I'll be stood with Kerry Newman's mum and dad and shouting shout from the top uh, because it's going to be a, such a phenomenal game. Love it. Charlie Bill, thank you so much indeed. Do you listen to the Game On podcast?